0: Love, talk radio. Hello and welcome to another exciting edition of Taylor May Sports with Kevin Taylor. We're back. That's right, everybody. Uh, we had to take the hiatus during the summer and, you know, it's actually still the summer, but uh, we haven't been with you since, I believe, the early part of May, you know, uh, the NBA season I was going through the um, midway point of the playoffs at the time, but we're back with you now here in late July. And, of course, I've missed you. You know that. And I hope that you are ready for tailor-made Sports with Kevin Taylor to take you through the end of the year. And, of course, it's right in time for a training camp. That's right. The NFL is going back to work this week, and we're going to talk about the Atlanta Falcons on this edition of the program, as well as the Atlanta Hawks. They made some moves in the offseason, as well as the Atlanta Braves. We're going to find out what they've been up to as well. Make sure that you check me out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Kevin Taylor 98 Again, that's Kevin Taylor 98 And no doubt that uh, you can reach out to me anytime and keep up with what's going on. As I'm out and about in the community or with different events, and I post pictures up, and I also I'll let you know what I'm doing here in and around Atlanta because we're talking sports from Atlanta and around the country, and and that's why I'm trying to give you the best in sports coverage right here on BlogTalkRadio.com. So of course, we're going to have so much in store for you as we go through the latter part of the summer, as well as into the fall football season. Is going to be in full swing coming up, and these weeks are just flying by. Uh, In Atlanta, it has been hot, hot, and hot, (laughs) 90-degree heat. Uh, It hasn't gotten up to 100, so, you know, we're very glad of that. But uh, we're coming up on August, and August is one of the hottest months in the ATL. So get ready. Uh, If you're coming to Atlanta, uh, just be prepared because it is going to be more than likely a hot month of August, and just think, the weather really doesn't change consistently uh, until about the 1st of October, but you start to get a period of coolness in late September, so we still got at least a little less than a couple of months to go before you know, the heat really just totally subsides, so uh, it's going to be uh, still another hot month to go and I believe a warm September and fall is right around the corner and I, I, I say that I really like football everybody knows that but the cold weather is almost literally right around the corner as well because when, when the NFL goes to training camps you know that fall is near and I kind of say the same thing when baseball goes to spring training because You know, I I really am not a cold-weather person. I think anybody who knows me knows that. You know, I I would say I'd take a 90-degree day or a 40-degree day any day. Um, But baseball is one of my favorite sports. And when spring training comes up, like in mid-February, I am like, yes, that means warmth, consistent warmth is on the way. So just like with football season, I love football, but I know, oh, Cold lonely. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, like I said, in Atlanta, uh, we don't have to really be concerned about that for just a little while longer. If you would like for me to have a special guest on the program to be interviewed, all you have to do is reach out to me on Facebook or Twitter. Let me know at KevinTaylor98. Again, that's Kevin Taylor All right. Now, we're going to get into the program. Now, I've been away, but I have not been away from finding out or keeping up with the latest information as to what's going on with Atlanta sports. And, you know, even the model of the show is we're talking sports from Atlanta and around the country, but still we keep you abreast as to what's going on throughout the country as well. So many moves are taking place, especially in the NBA free agency. I mean, it has just been phenomenal. Uh, the, the transactions that have been made, I never would have really thought that I would have seen some of the, the figures or some of the, the, the players really changed teams. But at the same time, it's a new day, a new era. It's like in football. It's a new it's a new day. It's a new era. So, uh, you know, at the end of the day, players are going to – this is not to say players are selfish, but they have to look out for themselves because no day, of course, is promised, but no day on the field or the court – it's gonna be uh, gonna be uh, promised to you as well. So if you're able to get ahead or get what you need or get what you feel like you're worth, I mean definitely go for it. And one of the uh, athletes in Atlanta that's really making an impact, of course, that made an impact for years, has been Julio Jones, the Atlanta Falcons. that began their uh, training camp. They began on Thursday, and Julio actually. Uh, was actually pulled from practice. Uh, the Falcons were conscious on the opening day training camp, and he did not practice on Friday, as uh, we record this program on July 29th. Uh, he went through the walkthrough, but the, the, the more up-tempo practice, he did not. Uh, Coach Dan Cohen is describing why he was pulled out as minor, a minor injury. Uh, he wasn't really going to specifics, I guess not to you know, have anybody really fretting about, you know, his star player. But you kind of want to know what happened. I mean, it was a leg injury. He tweaked a, something in, in his leg. I Maybe it could be a muscle. You, you never know. But that's all they're descri- describing it as. He just had a little tweak. So we just decided to hold him. That's per Dan Quinn. And... Uh, that he was disciplined. He didn't get to take part in the activities or the drills like the other players were able to do. But, you know, that, that's to be expected. I remember when Freddie Freeman he was oblique a few years back and the camera was He shaking his head and like, saying, I can't believe this. They don't value me. They don't appreciate me. I can't play hurt. No. You gotta perfect yourself. You gotta be able to know when to say, hey, is this gonna be affecting me in the long term? Or is it something that with risk, I can get back out on the field and contribute? And I think that's what really the bottom line to this really is. Now, Jones, he's had surgeries on his right foot in the past five years, actually two surgeries, but you um, can't really tell. He's coming off his first All-Pro season, and uh, he's always been among the team leaders, of course, in receiving yards. Uh, now, the Falcons gave Jones a seventy-one point two five million dollars, five-year contract extension, guaranteed the forty-seven and a half million for last season, and in my opinion, he has really lived up to that money uh, this year. The Falcons signed free agent. Muhammad Sanu, to five-year, 32, and a five-year, $32.5 million deal, buy, of course, another stretch-the-field type of receiver that Matt Ryan can be able to throw to and have as an option. Sanu was actually basically, uh, I guess you could say, a third receiver in Cincinnati, but in Atlanta, he's going to be counted upon to contribute and contribute, I would say, right out the gate. Uh, Sanu said that Jones is the leader of the receivers and an unbelievable player. Now, second-year receiver Justin Hardy, Hardy could earn a bigger role in training camp, and uh, he could actually be going in as the number three receiver in the regular season starts. Now, we can't count out Devontae Freeman. Uh, he had 73 catches out of the backfield last season and, of course, had a long touchdown catch from Matt Ryan. Um, actually, on the first day of camp, while lining up outside. So you're getting your receiver core lined up. Uh, your offensive line, uh, some question marks are still there. Matt Ryan really does need that protection for, you know, you're going to be a passing team. Devontae Freeman is coming to his own uh, as, as one of the best running backs in the league. Tevin um, Coleman, you know, he has some key fumbles last season, but at the same time, he is going to be a guy that I think that you're going to see more of. Now, could he and Devontae be in the backfield at the same time? Mm. Now, that has not really been touched upon in full detail, but what I can tell you is that Coach Quinn has said he plans to use the speed of Freeman and Tevin Coleman as receivers on more than just short passes from Ryan. But Will they be to get an eye formation from time to time? Mm-hmm. That's an interesting question. So maybe if I can go up to the flowery branch, which which I will, maybe I can ask Coach Quinn that question. You never know. I, I think it would be very interesting. So, because uh, <laughs> Coach Quinn, of course, his motto is being asked and physical, and those are two fast guys, and, of course, we know Devontae's physical. Kevin Coleman had some injuries last year, so can he get to his physical form in year two? Um, Now, unfortunately, the team has released Devin Hester. Devin Hester was coming off of a toe injury. that sidelined him most of last season. Um, now the first player is given an opportunity to field punts will rookie receivers J.B. McKissick and Devin Fuller. Uh, Hester, as a matter of fact, was released this past Tuesday, and Eric Weems. We can't forget about him. He's going to keep working on punts and kickoff returns. So that's some stability there. But at the same time, I think. You know, with the release of Devin Hester, you kind of had to see that coming. You kind of had to see that on the wall, because he really didn't compete last last season. He was only going to be a one dimensional player, and what I mean by one dimensional one dimensional is he he was only going to return punts and kicks. You signed Eric Weems. Uh, Eric Weems is back, so um, the writing was on the wall for Devin Hester. Yeah, but uh, the 33-year-old Hester is a three-time All-Pro for the NFL record with 20 career returns for touchdowns. And, uh, of course, he began his career with the Chicago Bears before signing a three-year $9 million deal with the Falcons before the 2014 season. So this would have been his last season in the Falcons uniform if it would have worked out. But a turf toe injury not, uh, out most of the season last year. And he had 269 total return yards in the last five games of the year because he had surgery in January, preventing him from full participation in off-season workouts. But uh, General Manager Thomas Dimitrov said the decision to release Hester, who he actually released him two days before the first practice of training camp. It was about more than the ter- than the uh, toe injury. Uh, Dimitrov said he passed a physical football decision for us at the very end. Not to be evasive about it. We wish him all the luck. We think it's best for the organization for us to move forward. Because, you know, basically, in a nutshell, they drafted a wide receiver, Devin Fuller, out of UCLA, my my favorite school I was, yes, yes, (laughs) who can return kicks. So can he beat out Eric Williams? That remains to be seen. And uh, even when I told you just now that the writing was on the wall for Hester, He also probably saw it as well because on a that he posted on his Twitter account, the look on your face when they count you out. So uh, he's got exclamation points and hashtag motivation. So uh, Hester, he has to hold the record with uh, 14 punt returns for touchdowns, including a 68-yarder with the Falcons in 2014. And He had a career-high four punt returns for touchdowns in 2007. He also returned two kickoffs, for scores. So, Uh, Coach Quinn said he has a lot of respect for Devin Hester, and uh, he's a real pro, and they wish him nothing but the best. So uh, hopefully Devin Hester, if he's fully recovered, and like Dimitrov said, he passed the physical, he can get back to the form that he had and maybe uh, have another team to play on before the end of the 2016 season. And hopefully that same thing would be for Roddy White as well because Roddy has not been picked up by a team. So these are some aging players, I will say that, but at the same time, I think they still have some value. I think Roddy can still contribute to a team. He wants to go to a contender. I think Devin Hester can still contribute to a team. But now you're at the point where, Teams are getting ready for training camp. They are in training camp. Their rosters are trying to become set. You're going to have some players moving around a little bit, side being signed. But at the end of it all, I think that both, both of these guys can contribute to a team. Unless you see a team is willing to give them an opportunity. You're listening to TaylorMade Sports with Kevin Taylor. Thank you so much for being a part of the program. Where we're talking sports from Atlanta and around the country. We're back. we were on hiatus for a couple of months, and um, I'm, I'm two and a half months, maybe almost three, but uh, we're back, and we're giving you sports information from the city of Atlanta. So that's right. We're talking sports from Atlanta and around the country because we're not going to run. We're not going to be shy. We are going to give you the best information as long as we can right here on this program. Of course, you can reach out to me on Facebook and Twitter anytime, and i you see see any pictures that I have up on Instagram at Kevin Taylor 98 So uh, more uh, guests are going to be coming up in future editions of the program, so make sure that you keep it right on your social media tab. If you're on Facebook, keep it right there and go to my page, and I will let you know, or Twitter. If you're on Twitter right now, go to my Twitter page. I just showed you that, and you can find out what's going on with me anytime. And also, with the next Taylor May Sports with Kevin Taylor will air, and also with air with special guests. So I just wanted to throw that out there, just for you. All right. <laughs> now, moving on to the NBA, um, this has been a very interesting off season. I can tell you that. I mean, it has been one for the record. Yeah. Uh, the Atlanta Hawks, though, they make some moves. Um, they signed Dwight Howard for uh, a, a three-year contract. They re-signed Ken Bazemore, so he's going to be coming back. And they signed Jared Jack to a one-year contract. Of course, they moved and parted ways with uh, Jeff Teague uh, in a trade. Also, uh, Al Horford. He's gone. He signed with Boston as a free agent. So some big things were, were happening. But now, let, me, let me tell you this about Al Horford, that, that situation. Um, I was a little disappointed to see Al go. Right? I thought Al was, was a, a guy locked in the locker room that, that, you know, had respect for the coaching staff and also the players. He was a leader. But at the end of the day, you do not have a presence in the paint. And it was evident against Cleveland. Now with Dwight Howard, you have the presence in the fans. You have a guy who can, who, can, who can score. A lot of people are probably shaking their heads on, ah, Dwight Howard, are we going to get the rookie Dwight Howard or are we going to get the Houston version of Dwight Howard or the LA Laker version of Dwight Howard? Mr. Dwight, Mr. Dwight Howard will show up in his hometown. I think you're going to get the early career Dwight Howard because he's playing in front of family, he's playing in front of friends, and, you know, you don't want to mess up domesticates. You don't want to look bad, because you're you definitely going to hear about it, that's for sure. So the way Howard is returning to Atlanta is hometown. You know, the New Jersey number, which you were wear the number eight. Ken Baysmore, like I said, he is going to be returning. Uh, he was a free agent, but He's going to be returning. Dwight had mostly disappointing years in Houston and with the LA Lakers after leaving Orlando. But uh, he said that this time is going to be different. And Atlanta is where he belongs. We're going to see about that. We're going to see about that. Now, uh, Howard said that you switched from the number 12 to 8 for biblical inspiration. In the Bible, number 8 signifies resurrection and regeneration, the number of completion. Howard says the number would motivate him. As he gets in shape, he changes his outlook on life this summer. Now I saw online when he was working out with Darwin Ham, one of the assistant coaches of the Hawks, and uh, looking pretty good there. He was able to uh, put some moves, some spin moves uh, down, and was able to uh, shoot uh, basically uh, not from the outside, but uh, just outside of the uh, the paint. So uh, he's he's putting some work in. He is getting some work in. Now, of course, Howard's time in Central Florida with the Magic, it ended bitterly after following out with Coach Stan Van Gundy. Uh, he joined Kobe Bryant for one difficult season with the Lakers, and uh, then over the past three seasons, the Mediocre in Houston. Hawks was signed into a three-year $70.5 million contract, and uh, I, I think it was the right move. I think it was the right move. Uh Coach Bud actually said that he can have a huge positive impact. He can take us to another level if he and everybody are kind of playing and understanding their roles. We feel like it can be special. And I think so too. Dwight is one of the most notable centers in the league. A guy the Hawks really be in need, of course, as a defensive Presence. And I I think this was a good move. It's not really going to cost him a lot of money. And I think this was was a good move. Now, trading Jeff Teague, Jeff Teague had one more year left on his contract. So I guess he felt like the team felt like, you know, just to go ahead and deal it now and get something for him and just bring in Ben Schroeder to be the starter. But what yeah, do you mean at times as being, like people have said, erratic? He has uh, made some bad decisions. Are you ready to be your starting point guard? Uh, you know, I have mixed thoughts on that. I'm going to say no. I would have played Jeff T one more year. I would have given him the ball for one more year. I would have groomed Dennis shoulder and allowed him to take one more year coming off the bench. Then, next season, 2017-18, would have maybe moved in a different direction with Schroeder or someone else. But not this year. I I just just don't think that he's ready. But then again, you probably in Jerry Jack for competition, so it may not even be Schroeder's job, you know, at the beginning of the season. So we're going to see how this all plays out. So hopefully the Hawks can be able to get farther in the playoffs. I know that's that's their goal, but have we seen the last deal with the Hawks? I don't think so. I think they're still going to put some moves together or make some moves. And that's gonna be beneficial to them. But we just have to wait and see where they are. You know, that's one thing about that team. They do not give you a lot to work with or insight, especially being members of the media, that's for sure. This <laughs> Taylor May Sports with Kevin Taylor. Thank you so much for joining me. And also coming up in August, we're going to have more uh, guests, guest features, and, uh, of course, I'm returning the, the show back to you because it is your show. And thank you so much for listening. And thank you so much for supporting Made Sports with Kevin Taylor five years now. Can you believe it? Five years. Five. Yes. You're five of But yeah, five. But uh speaking of Jared Jack, uh the Hawks are gonna be his eighth team in twelve season. Can you believe that? He's with the last two at Brooklyn uh but they of course uh waved him in June. So Jared Jack brings some experience, he's coming back to Atlanta of course he played his um college basketball at Georgia Georgia Tech yes my favorite school is in Atlanta that's right it sure is so we'll see how Jared Jack fits in under the um, style of Coach Bud I think I think that'll work I, I think you're putting together a good nucleus of leadership of young guys who can learn from those who are leaders. And, of course, you already have your assistant coaches who can lead by example as well. So uh, some good moves made by the Hawks. Uh, They're still building, of course, you know, through their draft picks and key free agents. And another uh, key free agent that made the move was D. Wade. Dwayne Wade, he's going back home to Chicago. Play with the Bulls. He said it was Jimmy Butler's team, but he was going to go there to try to be a leader on that team. And uh, he said that uh, at a press conference on Friday, my dream of becoming an NBA player started here, so here in my hometown. And uh, he really is excited to be back in Chicago. He said he had an offer on the table in the Miami Heat but he wanted to go back and play for his hometown, too. So he really had a lot of of nice things to say about Pat Riley and the Miami Heat organization. But through it all, he really just wanted to go back home. He said that my dream of becoming an NBA player started here, started here in my hometown. I know it took a long time to get here, but I'm here, and I'm excited to be here. So uh, Wade announced he was leaving Miami for Chicago on July 6th. And the Bulls confirmed the deal two weeks ago. And uh, he actually spoke at an introductory press conference on Friday. Uh, Weighs two year contract is worth $47 million. And uh, we'll see if this gets the Bulls back to where they want to be in this in championship convention. But the Bulls are trying to get younger and more athletic by staying in condition. They finished 42 and 40 and missed the playoffs for the first time since 2008. Derek Rose traded to the New York Knicks. All-star center process all left for a creating deal with San Antonio. Now, the Bulls are convinced that Ray John Rondo and Wade Country come to Chicago to add more dynamic guards to play with Jimmy Butler. So that's, that's going to be remaining to be seen. That's for sure. The way he did say that is Jimmy Butler's team. Kind like when LeBron joined him in Miami, even though he was in Miami, Longer than LeBron. Just an observation. Right. <laughs> so, um, like I said, you uh, said he had a contract offer in Miami that I, I could have took. It. I decided not to take it. It was my decision to be selfish and to live out a dream of mine that brought a lot of excitement to Miami, and it's a home to me. I'll always, it will always be I want to bring a little bit here to Chicago while I have a little bit left. We'll see if that will happen. So, D-Wade going to the Chicago Bulls, you know, after not resigning with the Miami Heat. So we'll see how that works out for sure. It's Taylor Mays Sports with Kevin Taylor. Thank you so much for being a part of the program. And before we end the program, as a matter of fact, we got to check out the Atlanta Braves. The Atlanta Braves, the uh, worst record in baseball. I can't believe it. They swept the second worst. Team in baseball earlier this week, the Minnesota Twins. Yeah, <laughs> just a little something there, you know. But the Braves are still making moves. They're getting ready for next season, of course, as they move into a new ballpark and getting all that uh, squared away. But uh, the Braves actually beat the Philadelphia Phillies on Friday, two to one. And you, you got to feel good about Tyrell Jenkins. He's not one or two on the season. This young kid, I think, has a lot of high high expectations. Uh, he earned his first major league win, surrendering one unearned run over six strong innings. Wayne Beckham hit an RBI single in the third, and they marked he went three for three, adding another in the same inning. And uh, for Philadelphia's starter Vince Velasquez uh, went six innings, struck out five, but his offense could not score a run. Um, could only actually score a run. And um, Obed- Udabeo, Obed- 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 where was third in single in uh fielding error at the time, so um good to see Tyrell Jenkins get his first win on Friday two to one over the Philadelphia Phillies all right, next up for the Rays, we're now thirty six and sixty seven Wow I haven't see that record is like the early no late like eighties early nineties like nineteen ninety wow mm. The Braves and Phillies, they completed three games after our weekend series on Sunday. Of course, the Braves and Phillies will play on Saturday. It's alumni weekend for the Braves. And on uh, Friday, John Smokes, uh, we're going to see Bobby Cox, Tom Glavin. So you got to turn the field. This weekend, you'll see some of the Braves of, of, of yester, yesteryear. And, uh, of course, they're going to be commemorating the uh, 25th anniversary of their uh, World Series championship with a uh, rain giveaway, a ring giveaway. So uh, make sure that you head on down and trying to find out more information on that at uh, Braves.com. So uh, the Braves are entering into the home stretch of the season. And uh, just like I said, they're just gearing up for next year if they move into Centrus Park. And, uh, you know, the, the Braves are just uh, still trying to make moves, trying to get younger, trying to get better and build for the future. All right, well that's going to do, do it for this edition of T for Sports with Kevin Taylor. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Coming up in my next editions of the program, we're going to talk college football because you know August is basically here. So we're going to be talking college football. Also, we're going to be giving more information about the Atlanta Falcons and training camp, the Braves home stretch of the season, as well as more concerning the Olympics as well. So that's right around the corner. Actually, wow, a week away. So uh, the Olympics are about to start, and so just giving you sports from Atlanta and around the country. That would be the scariest I always encourage, my friends. Until the next time, I'm out.